Now, folks, um, okay, I just wanted to record a little video about Kelly Walsh and just tell you a few funny stories as well. This week, I'd been out of sorts all week and it started on Sunday and Willow will tell you my energy levels dropped, can't really explain it, I just plummeted and every day has been a struggle and I feel that maybe there was a glitch in the matrix and I felt something, I knew something was wrong. I then found out on late Wednesday night, I think it was, that Kelly took her own life. Now, I was very upset. I've had a number of people that have died in the last six, seven months. Never shed a tear. But with Kelly, yeah, I was upset. And I'm going to get through this hopefully without getting upset. But I think it's really important to celebrate the good stuff, somebody's life and all the wonderful things they've done and remember those, focus on those. So I'll start at the beginning and I won't keep you long, it'll only be a short video, but yeah, I've known Kelly for about 30 years and I first met her, I remember I was living in Tumor in Lostock and at the time I smoked a lot of cannabis. I was a few years older than Kelly, I think I was 17, 18 at the time. And Kelly came knocking on my door wanting some cannabis. And of course, I refused because, well, number one, because she was young, you know. But she, she knew I smoked cannabis anyway. And that's how I met her. That's how it started. She was bubbly, lovely, really pretty young girl. Like everything, all the nice qualities that, you know, a human being could have. Kelly had those. And then over the years, on and off for many years, we became friends. I used to see her everywhere, being a pub or a club, and constantly, not always arranged, we'd just see each other about, and it was nice. Then I didn't see Kelly for a long time, and I think I'd seen her at a couple of parties, and then I didn't see her for a long time. Then Kelly got back in touch with me, it's about four years ago now, out the blue. And because she was friends with my ex-wife at the time, I was a bit dubious and I was a bit uncomfortable at first. And Kelly just said, not interested in any of that. I want to speak to you. And Kelly at the time was doing a positivity princess thing. She'd started. And I, th I thought I was brilliant. She'd dress up in like Wonder Woman in a costume in a painted car and just go around and didn't give a shit about what anybody else thought and pff, beautiful. She then went round trying to help people, although she had problems of her own, she went round trying to help people. When we started talking, I realised then that Kelly had had a significant life experience, tried to take her own life previously and had a, a near-death experience and this is where we could relate. I'd had significant life experiences also. She knew, she's like, she knew that I had problems, I'd been suicidal. And I think once you've been to the other place and I've, I've experienced it, I've had out-of-body experiences and connected and seen what's on the other side. That's a whole other story. I can talk about that to you another time. But you experience 
this warmth, this you're wrapped in pure love. There's other beings or souls there. And once you experience that, then you come back. It's very hard to adjust because you experience this pure love and you lose the fear of death usually as well. I lost the fear of death. I'm going to die when I die. Who knows? But it's coming. It's coming to us all. In the meantime, you enjoy every day. It makes you appreciate every moment. Then Kelly was doing a radio show at Salford City Radio. And she invited me onto the show. I'd just done the book. And, yeah, we became quite close. Her and Kirsty, when nobody else really did, and I was just starting off on my journey, they believed in me. And I did a show with Kelly, which was hilarious. And I want to say this, and I think I'm allowed. She's probably the worst radio presenter I've ever come across in my life. She on one hand was the best because of her energy and motivation. She was inspiring and it was infectious. She lit up a room. Every time I saw her, she lit up a room. But she couldn't work the knobs on the controls and she talked too quick and it was hilarious. So, and it was high energy. It was a lot of fun. And I also did a, a show with Kirsty too. And this is where it gets a bit weird. Because the show I did with Kirsty was about suicide. And I decided to write a poem for that show. And it was called Earth Angels. And that's the only time I've ever read it on Earth. It's the only time I've ever read it. And then I put it away three years ago, a long time ago. On Monday morning, I don't know why, I can't explain it. I then went through all my old files, all my old documents, and... I pulled the poem out, I can't explain why, I printed it out and put it on my desk. I think subconsciously my energy dipped and I, I have just, I've been out of sorts all week. I just couldn't put it together, I didn't know what was wrong and then when I found out about Kelly it all made sense. So I pulled this poem out and it was written, it was about suicide. I'd only ever read it on Kelly and Kirsty's show. And ironically, here we are, and Kelly's not with us anymore, so. But. So I posted it on social media this week anyway, and. Yeah, anyway, so you remember the good stuff. So I posted it this week. Kelly has been, a, been a, an integral, really important part of my life and I wouldn't be where I am right now without Kelly and Kirsty. Uh, they believed in me and when I'd done the radio, I loved it. I really liked the ethos and what Salford City Radio was about, which was a community radio station, which means it helps people. Most of the people there have got problems, you know, they're my kind of people. People that haven't got problems, I don't connect with them so much, you know. It's it's people that have had struggle and are either fighting it or have maybe even got to the other side, you know. So Salford City Radio happened and I ended up getting my own show because I was a persistent, I won't swear, a persistent person. And Jill, the manager, eventually gave in, I think, the station manager, and just said, oh, I wouldn't go away. So they ended up giving me my own show. But that's all because of Kelly. All because of Kelly. Yeah. <sighs>
Now, there's a title. I've never used it up until recently, and then three times in the last two months I've used it. And these are people that I think are going through life, shining their light so bright, they're changing the world. That's how powerful it is. And it's the name, it's the title from a Paolo Coelho book. It's called Warrior of Light. And Anya O'Grady is a warrior of light. Max Ledger is a warrior of light. And Emma Kenny, who's done a show with me recently, is a warrior of light. More deserving than anybody ever. Kelly Walsh is a warrior of light. She's always been a warrior of light. Over the last few years, she's struggled with mental health problems. And I know this because I've been around on some of those occasions. And the last time we actually connected was six months ago. And again, she was having difficulties. And I got a call in the middle of the night. And obviously on that occasion, she came through that. There are certain people that I think it's really important to mention that are either in a life, were in a life recently or prior to that, who've been supportive of her. And, and that's Neil. Andy, her, her new love, the guy she's with now, but Neil, a beautiful man. I've met him on a couple of occasions. Jessica, who's been a friend throughout her life. Kirsty, who's been her rock, and they were like Batman and Robin, I think, you know, going through life, just changing the world, and always had a new plan and a, a new idea, and they were always exciting to be around. And another guy as well, Robert McDermott, who I know last time she came out of hospital, Robert, she stayed with Robert for a while. And I went to school with Robert. I know Robert for many years and he's a beautiful man. Really is a beautiful man. There's many other people, but those are the ones that come to mind at the minute. She has touched so many lives, so many people. I didn't know knew Kelly, no Kelly. I found this out afterwards. What feels quite strange is when people put on the post, sorry for your loss, and it feels a bit weird because it's, it, it's not my loss. You know, I didn't, the post wasn't put for attention or anything. It was put out because I wanted to tell everybody how Miss she'll be and what a beautiful soul she was. Beautiful soul. I've probably missed some stuff out there, but yeah. Bear with me one minute. There's... It's quite important. There's a couple of things I didn't want to miss. Yeah. I think the only thing is... I have a regret. I try not to regret anything. But I have a regret. And that is, for whatever reason, I didn't get Kelly on this show. And I would have loved to have Kelly on this show. She would have lit up the room. She would have been amazing. And it would have been a really nice way for her to tell a story. But I was at 100 miles an hour and it just didn't happen. I think at the early days she was on the list of people I really wanted to get on the show. And then I just motored through and it, it didn't happen. And I've, I wish I had. Anyway, I'm going to read that poem again, Earth Angels. It's not because it's a brilliant poem. It's not because I wrote it. It's none of those things. It's not about that. It's just about the fact that I genuinely believe that some people, especially when they've had an NDE and they come back to this world, and Kelly has been part of two books, the first one that was published all about NDEs with Dr Penny Satori, who I connected with, and another beautiful woman. And if you haven't read that, 
it's a great book and I think it might help you understand some of the things that Kelly's been through. But once you've had that experience, that NDE, and you come back, you're an earth angel. You've been there, you come back when you've been sent back. And your time then can be quite limited, you know, and underneath all the noise of the masses, all this external world, there's a connection and they're drawn back to source, to where they belong, home. As Ramdas says, we're all just walking each other home. So I'll read this poem now and then I'll wrap it up. But um, yeah, you'll be really. Yeah, you'll be really missed, Kelly. Some angels walked this earth without their wings. They left them behind so that they could join us here and sing. At first lost and bewildered, they're puddled and confused. By the way we treat each other and that we haven't got any food. They feel others' pains, sorrows and needs. Wandering around this world trying to help and ease. They heal all they meet with a smile spreading love. Shining the light they brought down from above. They raise human consciousness and make our lives complete. Like a star in the night, they are so beautiful and sweet. But the, pri the price they pay for healing us is that every day that passes, they can hear another calling underneath the noise of the masses. You see, they don't belong here with the likes of you and me. They have a much greater mission that we just can't see. Their seat in heaven is all empty now and cold, waiting for the earth angels to return when they are told. So for the short time they are here, we should hold them close and dear. We must be grateful for the joy they bring, even though they're in heaven now, spreading their wings. All right, have a beautiful weekend. Love you, Kelly. Miss you. Shalom. <laughs>